All right, welcome to episode 23 of the Small Talk Podcast. Today we're here with Rebecca Deo. Uh, Rebecca Deo is an established uh, chiropractor who recently opened up a new business here in the Grand Rapids area. She has experience uh, working in many parts of the country and has now decided to make Grand Rapids her business home. So thanks for joining us today, Rebecca. Thanks for having me. Awesome. So um, you recently decided to open up a new chiropractic office in Grand Rapids. What inspired that decision? Honestly, now when I look back on it, I realize it kind of all started five years ago when I graduated. So as a student, I did clinical rotations in mostly in medical offices, so downtown community outreach clinics. Um, and the longest one I did was an eight-month clerkship at a VA hospital on the East Coast. Wow. Yeah, and it was by far the most intense time, but it also really shaped the rest of my career. And at the time, I thought I was going to stay on the East Coast forever. I thought I would work at that hospital forever. I just, I loved it so much. Yeah. And then I met a Michigander, and All you right. know him personally. Yes. So, <laughs> yes. so he convinced me to move to the West Thank Michigan you, area, right? Um, and of course, he took me to Torch Lake, Sleeping Bear Dunes, you know, all these like beautiful areas of yep. Michigan. And I was like, yeah, I could try it for like a year or two. And then we just fell in love. Um, and we love West Michigan. We, we've really rooted like a really nice home here and family and I can't imagine being anywhere else. And so I was an associate chiropractor for about five years, Okay. finally decided to take the plunge and go on my own. And the biggest reason for it is because I miss the style of chiropractic I did out East, which was hospital-based chiropractic medically integrated chiropractic. And so I'm really hoping to bring that here because Grand Rapids just really doesn't have that. Okay. So besides that, is there any other services that you offer that would be different than what somebody would get uh, from a traditional chiropractic office? Yeah. So in the Grand Rapids area, there's a lot of different chiropractors. And to be honest, we do a lot of the traditional manual therapy. So a lot of manual adjusting, a lot of physical uh, rehabilitation services, um, and a lot of passive stretching, patient education. I do a lot of work with smoking cessation as well, which is a lot of what I learned at the um, VA. Okay. Um, and then honestly, my favorite part about what I do is that we focus about the whole individual patient. We do a lot of co-management with other providers, so primary care, orthopedics, rheumatology, ortho, those are some of the primary providers that I work with directly. Okay, and you're in a good place for that in Grand Rapids. I mean, there's yes. tons of medical. Exactly, and we do so well here with specialty care. I mean, a lot of the specialists I use, my patients just rave about. Um, so I'm hoping to kind of meet that greatness with specialty and really develop this musculoskeletal primary care setting. Awesome. So you, you um, learned most of this out east. Yeah. Uh, where at? So the hospital was in Martinsburg, West Virginia. Okay. It was about 45 minutes outside of Washington, D.C. So you can imagine why I loved it. I mean, I had a little bit of everything. You get the Shenandoah River and the nature, but you also get this really fun city. Um, but that hospital is just really special. And it's a style of healthcare I'm just really not seeing right now. Um, over there, we had medical teams. Every single patient had a go-to provider and specialist for every single condition that they needed. And what I'm hoping to bring here is more of that collaboration. You know, okay. different provider types need to talk to each other, whether it's a you know pediatrician talking to an ortho or whatever, what have you. I think it's really important to give patients better care, and patients are honestly looking for it. Yeah, communication mm -hmm. is exactly. key and having a a team is super important in Huge. a lot of different aspects in business. So, um, so you recently set up your own uh, place and was that easy to do? No, <laughs> especially the way I went about it. You know, I, 
I wasn't exactly prepared to open this year. Um, I, I knew that maybe it would be something I would look into in the future, but sure. because of my love for hospital-based chiropractic, I always thought maybe I would go back to the VA or maybe work at a different type of medical clinic. Um, and then it was really this year where I realized that if I wanted to accomplish my goals and really feel fulfilled as a provider, there are some things I just really had to learn and do on my own. So the best way to do that is really to open up your own, but I felt like I had to do it almost overnight. So the process kind of started, I want to say May or June is when I really decided to do this. Um, Found my space. Um, I think the company was Muller Realty that worked with me. Um, Found a space in July, and I actually saw patients for like six weeks before we started a major construction project. Yeah, you told me about that. It's pretty pretty crazy. It's been pretty crazy, and it's been going really well now. Of course, we had a little bit of a construction delay in the beginning. Um, Apparently, it's really hard to find a metal framer. (laughs) So... um, um, if anyone's looking for a new career, that would be it. Yeah, um, trades are definitely hard to find. Oh my goodness, yeah. And thankfully, once we got started, it's been a seamless process almost since then. But we are wrapping up construction this week, working on final inspections, and I'll be seeing patients next week. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah, I I have clients that um, try to live in a house through construction. I could imagine trying to start a business in a construction yeah. zone. So that's pretty awesome. Mm-hmm. So what's been the most uh, rewarding part of Uh, your journey so far and starting your own business? I think my favorite part so far is getting feedback from patients already, even new patients who are only scheduled with me, just hearing from them what they're looking for and just getting that reassurance, like, I'm so excited for you to open because I miss XYZ thing that you do as a provider. I think working as an associate for five years, I didn't really get that feedback. I don't don't know why that is. I just... Maybe we never had time to sit down and talk about my style of care, but I think the most rewarding thing is knowing that I'm working every day to provide something that patients are looking for. And just getting that feedback means the world to me, that this is why I wake up and do what I do every day. Yeah, I think even people are looking for somebody that just cares, right? Right. Um, That actually gets to know them as a person and really understands them. So I think you do that well, too. So. where where did you open your business at? So we're located right off Lake Michigan Drive. Um, okay. Honestly, right at the, the brink of where Grand Rapids hits Standale. Yeah. So we're in the same building as B2 and Arroy Tai um, in a really nice area. And what I love about it is that you know, my Allendale Grand Valley students can easily just drive down Lake Michigan Drive to get to me. Downtown patients, super easy drive. It's it's just been such a nice, convenient location. Um, so basically northwest-ish Grand Rapids. Okay. And why do you choose that area of town just ba- based on the Grand Valley students and yeah. kind so, of convenience for your patients? Convenience is huge for me. And then ironically enough, we we live there and that happened by accident as well. Um, Keller Williams actually helped us find our first home and our second home, both in an area we weren't planning on. Yeah, your agent's great. Yeah, he is. And, you know, we thought we would end up in Door to be closer to family, but Northwest Grand Rapids just keeps pulling at our hearts. And I really do think it's an up and coming area. I think... um, there's been so many renovations and new buildings popping up yeah. left and right. And it was funny, I signed my lease in July and then a brand new urgent care that specializes more in wellness popped up down the road, like a oh, wa- seen that. walking that, distance okay. away. That's and awesome. I work with urgent care so much, you know, they're crucial. And so to have one so close by, I'm like, okay, this is a sign that I am in the right location. Have you gone in to like introduce yourself yet? Not quite yet. Um, they have a couple other locations, but they're getting close to being done and I definitely plan to meet up. I It's really important for me to have places that can take imaging for me, like x-rays, advanced imaging, like MRI and CT. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I get a lot of patients that come in with things that I actually can't help them with. 
Um, so I need to be able to know, okay, you come in with kidney disease. Who do I have to send you for that? Um, and chiropractors, a lot of the times, catch things more because we see our patients more per year than other providers. So I've caught things like brain tumors, lung cancer, um, kidney disease is a big one, um, <laughs> pregnancies when even the patient doesn't believe me when I tell wow. them they're pregnant. Um, so again, these are things you know I don't treat, I don't work with as a chiropractor, but I have to have my network of providers and you know give them recommendations on where to go. Um, so how does uh, Grand Rapids differ from other places in the past that you've worked? I think my favorite part about Grand Rapids is it's just a friendly atmosphere, even for a city. So I think other cities that I've lived in were a little bit more segregated, whereas in Grand Rapids, even though we have our different neighborhoods, you know, north, south, east, west, everyone still integrates really well and mostly is friendly until you talk about Michigan State and Michigan football. Oh, they're so friendly. <laughs> Go green. Yeah, right. <laughs> but um, I really think that that's been the biggest thing for me is I, I just love that anyone can talk to anyone and integrate really well no matter what part of town you live in. Yeah, and you know we're going to have to beep out what you just said. Yeah, right? I know. <laughs> okay, we'll do that. Um, so um, how did you become aware of, like, the, the needs of the community? Was it just um, you coming here and... So over the last five years, I've worked really hard to learn my network. So when I first came out here, obviously a lot of people didn't know who I was as a chiropractor, but with co-managing patients and sending, you know, updates to primary care providers like, hey, I saw your patient, Mike, we treated him for this. This is how he's doing. Here's a follow up. Um, just by talking to them about their patients, we were able to form some relationships. So over time, it kind of has created a, a little bit more of that relationship down the road. So now I can technically work in any building and know those providers will know that if they send a patient to me, they'll be in good hands. Um, so that's been, I think, the biggest thing in that in that world. Okay. Mm -hmm. So, and you moved to Michigan to be with John. So yeah. um, when he originally brought up the idea of moving to Michigan, what was your first thoughts? Like how many times did you visit before or what did you know about Michigan before actually moving here? I cannot believe I didn't know much because I grew up uh, in southern Wisconsin, Lake Geneva, Wisconsin, just right right near Chicago area. And I had never been to Michigan, which is just absolutely insane. I had no idea how beautiful it was. To me, it was just another Midwest state. And I've always loved the Midwest, but I think in my mid-20s, I was very interested in exploring. So hence my move out east. Um, so when he wanted me to come to Michigan, I thought, what's there? And then uh, coming out here, I realized very quickly it was not going to be a one or two year thing. West Michigan got me for life. <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. So what would you say um, to somebody thinking about moving to Grand Rapids? How would you sell it to somebody else? I always tell people to come here because it has a little bit for everybody. So you have your city life and it's one of the safer cities, I would say, too. Um, you have your city life, you have your country life. If you want to just move, you know, 20 to 30 minutes away from the city as well. Mm -hmm. um, it's a great place as a liberal. It's a great place as a conservative. So anywhere you kind of fall in that spectrum, I personally feel you can find your place here and also find like minded people. Um, the diversity aspect of Grand Rapids for me is an up and coming thing as a minority myself. I'm 50% Brazilian and obviously also a female and an entrepreneur. So those things matter a lot to me too. And I can vividly see that Grand Rapids is really trying to make that an even bigger boom. So when I think about all of those things, it's a no brainer to me that anybody can move here and should move here. It's a great place to live. Wow, we should put that on a billboard, right? <laughs> yeah. Awesome. So um, what are some of your favorite things to do in the Grand Rapids area? 
we have become foodies. Right. So I, I'm a cook myself. A lot but of people say that. Yeah, oh, Grand Rapids has great food. And um, living in rural areas in cities, there is a pretty big difference. And Grand Rapids just has so much to offer. Um, they have a lot of ethnic food, which I love. And I have to shout out to Luna downtown because they're our go-to Mexican place. And it's one of my wife's faves. Oh, my goodness. I, could, I think I've been there with your wife. Probably, yeah. <laughs> we love that place so much. But there's just never-ending things to do. And I've been here five years, and I haven't even scratched the surface on you know, breweries and wineries and restaurants. I mean, it's a never-ending list. You can always try something new and fun. Um, the other thing I really love to do, I play competitive volleyball. So we have a mm. really nice group in the Grand Rapids area. I'd say around um, probably 40 of us, and a lot of us played collegiately or some form of upper-level volleyball. Okay. So we do tournaments all the time. We run pickups, and that has been my release from work. It's really hard to get me to stop working, and volleyball can do that for me. So do you... Um uh, what, what's the name of the bar on Northland Drive? Do you go there to play? Um, is that Shots or the Score? Score. Yeah, so I've played there before. They have some really good sand leagues. I can't remember what days are the competitive ones, but they have really fun sand leagues. I'm, they're always sold out for beach volleyball. Okay. Um, so I highly recommend them. The food is great. It's so much fun to play there. Um, I believe the guy's name who runs it is Russ. So you just okay. have to get in contact with him, and then he'll get you hooked up. But we do play there in the summertime. And then in the winter, the big one is generally the YMCA. Okay. Um, so the downtown location and the Belmont locations host co-ed leagues and women's leagues, and it's just so fun. Do you play with John? I wish. You would okay. think he's 6'7". He would be good at it, I think. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I would love for him to play. Um, football is definitely more his his bag. Okay. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I have um, a friend uh, who's also a real estate agent that works with your real estate agent who plays a lot of volleyball, and I oh. always see her post. And, yeah. Um, I didn't realize that was something people actually did. Oh, so. yeah. And it's it's only growing. They just yeah. announced a couple weeks ago Grand Rapids is going to have their first professional women's volleyball team, too. I've seen that. Yeah. That's pretty awesome. So volleyball is growing in the Midwest. Chicago has been kind of leading things, and I think Michigan's trying to tap into that. Um, but we have a lot of uh, former professional pr uh, volleyball players that come play with us, too. It, it's a really good time. Well, it's a small world that there's, you know, that in yeah. Grand Rapids now, and uh, um, you're here, so... Um, what other um, hobbies do you enjoy when you're not working? Spending time with my family is everything. We love to just shop in Grand Rapids, and uh, we always make a pit stop at Furniture City Ice Cream. That's my husband's favorite place in the world. It's on the east side. Okay. Um, we love going out to Holland, too. That's where we got married, so there's a lot of sentimental value there. Tons of shops, again, out that way, going to the lakeshore. Um, you just can't go wrong. There's always something to do, and I think now more than ever in the last few years, there's more startups popping up more than ever. Um, so it's really important to get to know those businesses and check them out, too. So is any of your hobbies that you have, do they give you insight or skills that you're using now in your business? Yeah, so, I mean, all the way back to undergrad, which was, uh, gosh, like 12 years ago, um, I started really getting involved with psychology and neuroscience, which I know it kind of sounds like, I was going to say, it sounds like a silly hobby, but so I did some uh, social psychology research work on the side, and it kind of developed my pathway. You know, I ended up at the VA where I did a lot of um, consulting for things like depression and anxiety and mm -hmm. PTSD, and I just kind of fell in love with psychology. And so now I actually have a podcast that I do for fun. Um, so that would be my other hobby. Wow. Um, yeah, so it's called Better Doctor Project, and it's specifically for healthcare providers. And we talk about a lot of things that should have been a part of our training. So we talk about those difficult conversations and experiences with patients that we need to know how to address, but might not have been on an exam while we were in school. 
How long have you been doing your podcast? Uh, about two or three years now. So I started during the pandemic, uh, okay. of course. A lot of, <laughs> a lot of people did. Yeah, and it's just been gradually progressing ever since, and we, we just have had so much fun with it. I just was recording earlier before this episode with someone who's titled America's Favorite Doctor, and her specialty is telemedicine, and just okay. having someone come on and educate us about something we might not know a lot about. Um, it's really powerful in any field to learn from other people who are doing things differently. I think you can learn something from anyone, exactly. even if it's what not to do, right? Exactly. So, um, how has your podcast like uh, grown your national network that you have? Yeah, so what I love the most about Better Doctor Project is it, it links everyone from all specialties. So now there's people in almost all 50 states I have a connection with, right? Okay. Like if I'm ever visiting for a medical conference or a continuing education conference, I can call up so-and-so that was on episode 37 and say, hey, I'm in LA. Do you want to grab a drink or do you want to grab some coffee? Yeah. Um, so I think it creates a bond. And what, what's nice about all of my guests is we all have the same goal. Our goal is to provide better patient care for better patient outcomes. We still care about the individual patient. You know, we, we could care less about insurance co-pays and the nitty gritty of healthcare, right? Sure, yeah. There are rules we have to follow, obviously, but at the end of the day, all we want to do is provide a better experience for our patients. So the podcast has created like a network of like-minded providers. That really is all we want to do in life. Yeah, that's mm -hmm. really a good message and uh, mission that you have. So um, if you could go back to your 18-year-old self, is there any advice that you would give your 18-year-old self that you maybe learned now that you didn't know then? This is the easiest question for me to answer. I would literally say slow down. Really? Slow down. Because when I was 18 years old, I thought that college was so daunting. And I thought, you know, I felt all the pressure of figuring out the rest of your life. And I didn't realize that after college, there is a lot of life left. Things can change. Your plans can change for the better. You can realize that you once loved some something and maybe it wasn't the right fit for you and you can try something new. Um, I blasted my way through school. I did everything accelerated that I could. Um, my For undergrad, I did pre-med, major, minor, studied abroad, all in four years. I remember going to my advisor saying, I want to do all of this, but I will not stay here longer than four years. Um, and looking back, I just, I wish I would have recognized the fact that I could have done five years. I could have done a master's. I could have taken time off and traveled the world or worked in a research facility or, you know, just slowed things down. But instead I jumped right into grad school and instead of doing it in five years, I did the accelerated route and did it in three and a half. Um, and so I, you know, I got my doctorate at the age of what, 26, Okay. I want to say, and there was no need for that. So I tell every student that I get, I get a lot of prospective students from Grand Valley who are interested in healthcare. I tell them all to just slow down. Do do what makes you laugh. Do what makes you feel happy in the morning. Um, just take your time because the world can wait. And it's better for you to just take each day at a time and make decisions as you go. Yeah, and you, you ended up finding a career right away. You didn't um, start one major and have to switch halfway through? or I was really lucky. So I always knew I wanted to be a healthcare provider since the age of seven. Um, it runs in my family. I, I just knew that it meant a lot to me. Um, so I thought chiropractic for the longest time. There's actually 10 in my family. Oh, wow. Uh, yeah. And then it was, I think my junior year of undergrad, I realized that um, science was really my thing. You know, I was really excelling with pre-med. Um, and I thought, you know what, maybe I should open up to all fields. And so I did. And for a brief period of time, I really considered some form of neurology. I wasn't really thinking uh, neurosurgery, but I just, I loved the brain. I loved the spine. Um, and then after shadowing like every provider you can think of, it just really became apparent that chiropractic was for me. You know, you really get to know your patients. 
like I said before, you know, sometimes as a primary care doc, you might see your patient once or twice a year. As a chiropractor, sometimes I see my patients 10 to 20 times a year if they really need me. So it just, you are able to really get to know your patients on a deeper level and be their go-to person, which I just love. Yeah, having that great relationship to with other care providers, and I could see how all of that would be super important for Absolutely. you. Absolutely. So um, are you taking on new clients? Yes. So I'm really happy to say that because the last couple of years, it's been a little harder to take on new patients. But now that I have my own schedule and new practice, we would love, love, love to take anyone on as a new patient. Um, our hours are Mondays, Wednesdays, and Thursdays. It's super easy to schedule online and find us. Um, most of our, the handles that you're going to see are Westside Cairo GR. Okay. Our website is westsidechirogr.com. You can book online right away and fill out all the forms. It's super digital and quick and easy. Nice. Um, we're really excited to take on new patients in the Northwest Grand Rapids area. Rebecca, I really appreciate you taking time out of your busy schedule to chat with us about your um, new chiropractic office and um, that you've opened in Grand Rapids. And I wish you all the best and success. Uh, thanks for coming in today. Thanks for having me. All right. Thank you for watching this episode of the Small Talk Podcast with the Smalligan Real Estate Team. Don't forget to like, subscribe, and check out our earlier episodes.